I'm gonna do this without injuring my. Woo! That was a good. <laughs> You're sealing, okay? My ceiling's fine. Sure. It went. It's gone. It's somewhere in the like mess that is my apartment. Okay. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Kim. And I'm Sam. And this is Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventures review podcast. Man, that Prosecco really, like... Yeah, so we're doing something a little bit different in terms of our drinks, uh, because I was not, instead of going to lab like I should have, I stayed at home and read internet articles, and there was a thing on apple cider mimosas, so that is what we are drinking. Thank you, Sam, for helping me with my coaster. So you're going to get some pouring ASMR. I also mess up on ASMR all the time. It's like, meh. (laughs) So. um, Yeah, we have some Fairway brand Prosecco because we're cheap. And we're mixing it in apple cider anyway, so we don't care. That is some good pouring. Oh, no. It's fine. And I am just don't know how to pour. No, you're fine. My uh, $15,000 preschool apparently failed me. <laughs> Did you guys pour things? We weren't allowed to pour jack. No. Okay, this was a thing. So I went to nursery school, right? They yeah. had like a parents' day. And my dad came by and he and they had me pour water. He's like, look how well she pours this. And my dad's like, I'm paying all this fucking money for you to teach my daughter how to pour water. <laughs> it's the real. <laughs> Ah, Manhattan private schools. All right. Cheers. Well, the internet did not lead you astray. That's pretty good. That's really good. I'm glad you went with the extra dry Prosecco. Yeah, I was like, because I was, I was originally looking for cupcake, but it ended up being a good thing that I couldn't find it because cupcake would have been too sweet. Yeah, it would have been really sweet. That's that's really good. You know what it needs? It needs like a cinnamon stick. Well, I was going to say the <laughs> recipe originally called for cinnamon, but I don't think I have any. Next so. time we mull the cider, then we add the Prosecco. Like, so it's the week before Thanksgiving, which reminds me, um, I'm going to apologize for not putting out last week's episode way earlier. Um, it got kind of hectic because I went to Barcelona and then I was dog sitting for two weeks and then my dog got sick and so he was shitting on everything for a week, including me and my car. And his poor little asshole was just so inflamed. I had to put a little ointment on it and then he had to wear a cone so he wouldn't lick off the ointment and then his butt got all scabby. Oh gosh, that's gross. I, I I'm going to tell Storm about that. <laughs> um, but he's okay now. He finally did a solid poop. My mother's happy, which is good because both she and my father are sick. So, <laughs> I update us when your parents do a solid poop too. I guess. <laughs> uh, no, they are. They do not share that with me. <laughs> I am in my nice shiny new apartment. It looks so good. It is slightly more packed than the last time we recorded here. I mean, you've been doing a lot. It's like I moved in and then I ran away to vacation and went to um, dog sit for two weeks. And oh my God. So Barcelona was great. I was actually in Barcelona for um, Halloween and All Saints and All Souls Day. Oh shit, you're right. That's so great. Uh, Well, it's weird because Spain doesn't really do Halloween. 
No. It's such an American thing. But it's becoming more common in Europe. Because it's cool. No, seriously, it's becoming a lot more common in Europe. I mean, especially the fact that it aligns with the holiday of obligations. People who have off the next day anyway. They get off for holidays of obligation? Yeah. Shit. I went to Spain to um, represent the con that we work for at a... uh, We did shout out the con back in August, and then it didn't go out. (laughs) But yeah, so the con that we both work for, um, they sent me over there to um, represent us at a um, meeting of a board of trustees of like a organization, of a con organization. It's kind of like a con UN. I was about to say a con union, but Uh, that's different. um, And it was at Manga de Barcelona. So I was sent to Barcelona and they did it Thursday through Saturday. Yeah, Thursday through like Saturday, Sunday, because they had off on Friday for All Saints Day, which was November 1st. Yes, because it's a holy day of obligation. Because they're like, oh yeah, everyone has off tomorrow. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, no, it's All Saints Day. (laughs) And the other guy who was with me, who's not Catholic, looked at me like I had 10 heads. Like, what? (laughs) And I had to explain holy days of obligation to him because he was raised Methodist. So he's like, yeah, no, we don't do this thing. So, for Catholicism... There's certain days where you are obliged to attend Mass, like every Sunday. Yeah, there are high holy days, essentially. Um, Although that's There's not... specific feasts. So yeah, like, it's... Easter and Christmas would are... be like the closest thing to high holy days. But then you also have um, the Assumption, the Immaculate Conception, which is December 8th. Um, All Saints. I guess they're kind of like the lower... I'm trying... This is what happens when you go to a school with a Jewish tradition. You're, like, trying to compare them to, like, Jewish holidays. Yeah. It's, like, Christmas and Easter are Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah. And then, like, Holy Days of Obligation are more of the um, minor holidays. They're important feasts. Yes. Like, uh, Sukkot, Simchat, Simchat Torah, Simchat Az... I can't pronounce any of these. I'm sorry if I'm butchering them. I always read them because they're on our, like, holiday calendars, but I cannot for the life of me pronounce them. Oh, no, I guess so Except for Sukkot. Sukkot's the only one that I, like, I can do. Because ah. it's my favorite. It's the tenth holiday. <laughs> Yay! But, yeah, so, um, I'm excited to learn that in Spain that these are days off because we don't get them as days off uh, unless you go to Catholic school. Yes. And then when you go to Catholic college, they don't give you the fucking day off. Really? No. Yeah. Th- I mean, the assumption is during the summer. Right. But we don't get immaculate conception off. And then, oh, oh. So guess what I learned from my dad? So oh. he, uh, first of all, he did not get the chance to see Jesus' holy foreskin. I'm disappointed. <laughs> but I did learn something. So you know how um, we have the new year as a holy day of obligation? Mm-hmm. Was it? It's like the celebration of the Virgin Mary? Yeah. Not the original reason. No. Of course not. Know what it was for? What? It was supposed to be the celebration of Jesus' circumcision. <laughs> that makes sense, because it's a week after his birth? Yes. So yes, it was originally the Feast of the Holy Foreskin. Would be Holy Family. All right. I mean, honestly, most of the time when the church is like, oh, we need to make it a holiday because we're appropriating and changing 
an existing tradition. They're like, just slap I mean, the Virgin Mary on to it. To be fair, the Christmas tradition was more for the safety of early Catholics, not necessarily for appropriation. Yeah. The rest of them, not so much, but mm. Christmas. <laughs> All Saints Day is entirely appropriation. Yeah, All Saints Day is like, we want y'all to, like, celebrate us, so we're going to take this um, holiday that y'all have, Samhain, and we're just going to, like, make it into, like, leading into a holy day. And then it worked really well when they got to the New World. And there was already well, celebrations. Well, I think that was already in, I think Dia de los Muertos was originally in August. Yeah, you end up just yeah. moving things. Because, for things. But there was already a, a sense of ancestor worship but there. Yeah. So, so, just so fold it on in. Halloween's not really a thing in Spain. It started to become more popular. We did see a couple of little kids in Halloween costumes. Free candy is always popular. Um, I mean, I kept seeing co- people in costumes anyway, because I was at an anime convention in Barcelona, which was kind of surreal. <laughs> that sounds so great. Um, oh my god, I, there's, I... Bet Star Trek Catalonia. Is that a thing? There's Star Trek in Star Club. There's Star Trek in um, Star Wars clubs. I there's a f- um, four oh five or whatever the um, Star Trooper, four hundred first Legion, the Stormtrooper. No, I know what you're talking about, but my, I'm trying to call it to mind, like what the number is. I think it's is. the four oh first. I think like it's the four oh first. But um, my brain has just wiped yeah, that my brain's been. Out. I couldn't remember Aaron's name earlier. Like it's. A That's day. a mood. Love you, Aaron. Uh, and it's... But yeah, the 401st Legion has a Barcelona... 501st, right? 501st Yeah! Legion. The 501st Legion has a Catalonia division. I really yeah. want to go to Catalonia. We should go. It's actually not that expensive when I was looking it up. I mean, it sounds really cool. Um, because Barcelona's amazing. And, but also it's at Casa Baccio on Halloween, which ended up being perfect. So for those who aren't into like art history or art nouveau... Uh, Casabato is a house that Gaudi was commissioned to build for a merchant, and the whole theme of it is essentially King George slaying the dragon. But like, the inside of it like looks like a sea monster. It's like it has all like the outside is decorated in like skulls and scales. It's beautiful, and like everything is perfect. But also that's where I went on Halloween. I'm like I got to go inside a monster, and then I got a Hello Kitty magnet. Hello Kitty Casabato. Okay, so new Patreon goal. <laughs> this is gonna be a joke until we actually finally set up our patreon um you know i could probably find time to do that while i'm working on the website for my job yes come up with something y'all it's been it's been it's been sam has been hired freelance to build a website we're very happy for her yeah i went from going from potentially unemployed to freelance dabbing that wasn't a dab. Dabbing. There you go. I was going to dab, and then I was like, don't do it. But then the dab came out of <laughs> my mouth, so I had to do it. Um, so now hopefully my stomach can go back to normal and not just high stress levels. So, yeah. Things are things are looking up, but like, damn, it's been a time. It's been a time. Yeah, and I've got no vacation coming up until we book a Disney. Disney! We're, you know we're going to have to like record an episode of Disney, right? Yeah, I mean, we mentioned maybe getting our friends together and talking about ghost stories. Yeah, we might do a special... We might do a bonus episode! A bonus episode! Oh, we have to edit that shit. <laughs> Wait, I just gave myself more work! Wait, what? Uh, listen, I did that when I decided that our nonprofit was going to have a members-only newsletter, and now that means I have to write two news- newsletters. <laughs> I was like, fuck! 
this is such a good idea on paper. But who's going to do this? But it's yeah. me. And I'm also wearing my brand new, um, I'll post a picture of them later. I took a picture last night. I got um, blue light filtering glasses. That are super cute. I look like a nerd. But also, like, my eyes have been drying out super. I'm, con- I'm like, chronically dehydrated. It's winter here. And even without it, like, I'm chronically dehydrated. I've noticed that because I'm chronically dehydrated, I've actually, and I'm staring at a computer most of the day, my, my vision's actually being affected. So I'm like, let me get blue light filtering glasses. That way when I'm staring at my computer, I don't... Because I've noticed like a big difference between going to a lecture hall when I first wake up in the morning and then going later in the day after I've been out on my computer for a bit. Yeah. Um, and I wore them last night while I was just like on playing with my phone and watching DuckTales. Because um, I got Disney Plus because I'm that bitch. And... I, like, felt a difference. Like, I felt tears in my eyes that weren't from me watching Jojo Rabbit. Oh, my God. If you're very empathetic and you cry easily, do not see Jojo Rabbit. I, so, thus, I've been banned from watching Jojo Rabbit. I texted her as soon as I came. Like, I'm halfway through the movie. I'm like, I need to tell Sam she's not allowed to see this. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, you're, you're not allowed to see this because... Let's put it this way. I don't cry at movies. I cry constantly. All we, the time. We watched Coco together. She was bawling and I'm like, meh. I, I was... <laughs> anytime I watch Coco, it's just, wow, I'm just going to cry the entire time. But that has a lot to do with, like, Coco's a very good movie. Yeah. But also my personal history. Like, I don't... Which we'll get into cry another day. That's easily... Is the point. Because even Chris was crying during Coco. It's it's a movie for tears. Um, they're happy tears. But for the most part. But I... um, I, I also cried during Moana like a little bit. You cried during Moana. You cried during Frozen. You cried... <laughs> you know, when I was younger... I'm not younger, making fun of you. I'm, I'm not I used to be like, me. I never cry. And now I'm an adult. And I'm like, bitch, I cry constantly. As a kid, I'm like, I never cry, and I really want to. And as an adult, I'm like, God damn it. Now adult, I still never cry. There's like, I can count on one hand the number of TV episodes and films that have actually made me cry. Meanwhile, I, ooh, yeah, it's Kim's, Kim's legit. Right before we were recording, we were talking about um, how someone we knew in high school had posted one of those like memories from Facebook. And it was like, she goes, man, 10 years ago, I was an idiot. The, uh, Twilight. The post is about Twilight. The post is, oh my god, I'm finally gonna see Twilight. My life is complete. And we were talking about how, you know... It was a pure, simpler time. Yes, and also, like, when it comes to things like Twilight, like, now we can't read it. Like, now I, like, cry. I, I've tried reading Twilight since then, I'm like, I can't. But at the time, it was the escapist novel that we needed. Yeah, I, and I stand by. Uh, I've changed my mind since I was a kid. And I now think that Twilight is good, actually. Not, I... not good as in, like, uh, a new classic or whatever. But, like, as, like, a form of uh, escapism for girls, right? Yeah, it's like the it's, way... It's good, actually. The way I've always phrased it was... I don't even think it, I would call it good. But, I, like I said, it's... For me, as a 16-year-old girl, it was what I needed. It was pure escapism um that I could just like really bury myself in and enjoy although I did find it weird that all the secondary characters were way more interesting than your primary protagonist 
But that was the thing about Bella. She was boring. Just like you is the sentence yes. there. But okay. I think you were less boring than Bella. <laughs> I, I, at first I was insulted, then I understood what you were saying. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh, Bella okay. is boring, just like the reader, except... Well, it's not even that. It's because the reason for it is that because it was supposed to be a self-insert. Like, you were supposed to see yourself as Bella. And, like, I... Like so I said, you can't make her too interesting, because yeah. then she may not be you anymore. Then she has her own personality, and how yeah. dare she? Um, <laughs> but real. But the secondary characters, like, she was surrounded by these females who were, like, absolutely empowered. Like, Alice took back her own narrative. Rosalie fucking took her rapists and ate them. And ate them. Like, she has the best backstory. Honestly, that's, that's the mood I want to carry into 2020. Eat your oppressors. <laughs> What's the Adams Family motto? Feast upon those who would oppress you or something like that? I don't know. It's basically eat your oppressors. Move for 2020, eat your oppressors. <laughs> so instead of um, compost the rich, eat... Should we eat the rich? I feel like the rich are too fatty. Well, the problem is mercury, right? Because heavy metals build up in predators. So then wouldn't they be better... But they're not predators. They're, they're at the top of the food chain. No, they're more closer to scavengers. No, 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 no. In, in a, in a food, food ways. No, no, I understand. They eat more fish than the rest of us because fish is expensive. Which is so ironic. So my point <laughs> here is composting is best because then you're not ingesting all of those heavy metals that have built up in the flesh. So, yeah, we've had this conversation way too many times. Thank we you, have. Tumblr. It took us a while to actually get started on the episode um, because we've missed each other. Yeah, it's been, it's a, been a couple of weeks because, like, I went on vacation and then doggy illness and then and then Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Not even gonna front Pokemon. Yeah. Oh my god, the new Pokemon game's amazing. We really we're lo- this is this like is the, the most fun ever. I've had in a Pokemon game in a long time. I'm willing to say ever. It is really fucking magical to like go camping with your Pokemon. It's magical to like see Pokemon in the grass. It is magical to run away from Wooloo or what have you. It is Wooloo far is my favorite. I love Wooloo. It is far less magical to see like five beware in the grass and they're all coming for you. Listen, I scream and I run away. Like already my, I'm like, I don't know what to do because I love my party right now, but I know I need to catch more Pokemon, but I love my party because I have a Yamper. I have a Wooloo. <laughs> I have my starter, which is a fire bunny. Yes. It's a motherfucking fire bunny. Team score bunny. This it's podcast like, is team score bunny. It is. It's like all the starters are cute, but also it's me. You can't give me a bunny. And not have me choose the bunny. You can't give me a fire starter and not let me choose the fire starter. I usually start water, actually. I always go fire. I usually water. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I do it by whichever one is the cutest. Which is normally the fire one. No, sometimes it's the water one. I started with Mudkip and, and whatever. Torchic? Was that Torchic generation? I don't remember. I don't remember. You know who would know? My partner. You would. He would also know all the Transformers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would. Guess who's getting more Transformers? I swear, your Alex is, um, like, David Willis's soulmate. I told you I introduced him to Short Pack, right? I'm surprised he didn't know about Short Pack before that. I think he said he'd, like, heard about it, but, like, yeah. I, it, it's been magical. It's the best thing. He's loving it? Oh my gosh. He can identify the Transformers <laughs> from the drawings, which is the best part. Uh, oh, it's great. 
I have to convince myself not to take it to work with me. I know, right? Part of me is like, oh, I'll just play it on my lunch. And then the rest of me is like, oh, bitch, no, you won't. I tried that. So I tried playing it on my lunch, and then I ended up accidentally taking like a two and a half hour lunch. You have to set alarms. And then listen to the No, alarms. you know what I did, which I thought would help? I had DuckTales playing. I know how long each episode of DuckTales is. So I knew how many episodes I had to get through before I had to leave. Yeah, uh-huh. It didn't work. Nope. Also, you said DuckTales, so... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the new DuckTales. It's perfectly cast. Let's see what's new from my life. I went to choir practice because it's almost Christmas. And, you know, like, I... I've become a CNE Catholic because I don't want to be Catholic anymore. But my music director would miss me, and she's Faye. No, so seriously. I have to. <laughs> Every story I've heard her sibling about their music director has just been like. She's Faye. I have tried to say no to something, and I've ended up saying yes to two other things. <laughs> and it's like, how did this happen? And you tried to replay the conversation, and it's all missed. It's. She's she's amazing. Love her. Meanwhile, um, I'm terrible. I keep telling Sam, you need to watch this and this. And here's like a three book series you need to finish. And she's like, how do you have time for this? I'm like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still like I need to finish for my pregnant cousin as her Christmas gift. Yay. Shit, I have to work out Christmas gifts. Fuck. Ugh, so much. Everything happens so much, you guys. It I got is. really into Formula One. She is. Uh, it's a lot. This most recent race happened so much, but no spoilers, it happened so much. I almost cried. Because, okay, so in anything, you have your favorites, right? And, like, one of my favorite drivers is Charles Leclerc. Like, the baby Monagas um, driver for Ferrari. He's so cute. He's got sad eyes. Who can say no to a young man with sad eyes? Not me. Nope. That's my life problem. Um, that's how she met her partner. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's how you met my partner. <laughs> I meet a lot of guys, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Young men, sad eyes. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure if you've been listening to us long enough, you know that my Alex and I met because we were trying to set the two of them up. It wouldn't have worked out. No, it wouldn't. You no. two are too similar. It's scary. We're very similar, and then I'm also very baby. Um, I also have to talk about my feelings out loud, and he would have gotten so sick of me. <laughs> I think he wishes I would have. I would do more of that. So <laughs> oh, okay, maybe not. It's really fun to externally process, you guys. I'm like terrified of externally processing. This is why I keep a diary whenever things get too hard. It's the thing I loved most about therapy. Oh, but my, yes. my partner is really good about. I enjoy. Talk. I, I enjoy therapy too much. My therapist has to shut me up. It's really bad. <laughs> She's like, Kim, Kim, I'm really happy you're talking, but, like, we need to wrap up. I have other clients. I'm like, I'm sorry. I recently realized that's probably why talk therapy works for some people, but not other people. Mm -hmm. If you process externally, talk therapy is amazing because it's a place where you can just talk things out with somebody who is, like, contractually obligated to listen to you. It's, like, so weird because, like, when we, one thing is she caught on very quickly that I tend to minimize things. Mm-hmm. So she's like, are you sure about that? And she'll like push me on things. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't know anymore. Uh, but like, that's the best part of a therapist, right? She'll like, they do tend to be ladies, but they, they will um, pick up on the, the things that you're not talking about or the things that you minimize or like the patterns that you do. And um, 
they'll they'll call you out on it. It's great. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's, I'm a big fan. I am a big fan. And also it's therapist is like finding a partner. You, you sometimes you don't find the first the right one at first and that's okay. Just keep trying. Yeah. Like, Everybody's different. Everybody has different needs and every therapist has different methods to get where they want to go. Yeah. I liked my first therapist. Um my only therapist. I think I would go for a new one if I was to go back into therapy, but yo, therapy's expensive. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I'm lucky. Um, I can afford it because my insurance covers it. Um, oh, I'm going to be back on insurance starting December 1st. Wait, are you? Rock on! Because I'm unemployed now. <laughs> I uh, mean, I'm freelancing, but I'm unemployed now. <laughs> um, by the way, if you can't afford a therapist, Talkspace is great for that. We are not sponsored by that. We don't have sponsors. If, if you, you want to sponsor, sponsor us. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, Talkspace is great um, because it's, it's, it's pretty cheap and they're good about making sure you're with the right person. So if it's like not a good fit, they'll find someone else for you. I have considered Talkspace. I have too and I have a regular therapist. Yeah. They offer like a variety of different things and it's pretty cheap if you can't afford a therapist. And like therapy's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and therapy is expensive when... I, before I was 26, when I saw my parents, we were getting, it was technically out of network, but we were getting reimbursed. So my parents had to lay out the money and then get reimbursed and it was like $200 a session. Yeah. See, it's for like, me, yo. I'm really lucky. My insurance covers it completely as long as I stay within the hospital system. Yeah. They didn't have a lot of options. Their network for people in the Bronx and then I ended up going to Manhattan so, anyway, but... I got really lucky because my school actually... I didn't know we had this. We have an academic counselor. I and mean, I told her what was going on. And, like, I didn't realize how much it was until I like, broke down in her office. That's She's like, find out. here's two psychiatrists <laughs> that I recommend. Pick which whatever one you just... Honestly, I picked the first one off the list. And he ended up being great. Um, we're apparently going to Disney at around the same time. <laughs> But we're going to miss each other, which is good, because I don't want to go I don't want to go Disney with it's, a psychiatrist. It's also, like, we would be so weird. I mean, I wouldn't point out, like, oh, that's my psychiatrist. Like, no, you'd be like, oh, that's my psychiatrist. And then the next sentence would be like, we need to go in the other direction. I'd be like, we sure do. No, really. I don't care. That'd be so weird. Uh, he's super nice. He's like, yeah, I'm going with the kids. I convinced him to get Disney+. Plus. Because we both love Disney. Like, we're like, we schedule a session right before we both leave so that we can talk about this. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I'm really excited about Disney. Um, I, we're so excited. We're probably going to have like a Disney episode. If point. we have our Patreon set up, we'll probably do like little things from like the Haunted Mansion. Um, so, by the way, I forgot to tell you the best part about waiting for my flight JFK. There was a bar next to the... Yo! Which, next to my gate, which is probably a bad idea considering that, like, the night before I went to a Sum 41 concert and got wasted. So, oh <laughs> I still, and somehow still had no hangover. Yeah, but it's because you're fucking amazing. Get out. <laughs> it, it drives everybody bananas. It's so bad. My boyfriend still, it. speaking of Disney, my boyfriend's still mad at me for the last time we went. Yes, I would, I would be furious. I just cried, like, oh, that's not that. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess not. Then I woke up at 8 a.m. trip with no hangover, and they're all like, oh, oh. Uh, I'm not doing around the world this year though. I'll, I'll help Rachel, but like I think my Alex and I Rachel. were talking about it. If we all like, if one of us, one of the six of us, has a drink at every place and we rotate that, we'll all be perfectly fine. That's not how it works. <laughs> if you space it out, it's fine. Yeah. The problem is, I saved ha- like half the countries for the last two hours. The park was open. No. 
really, <laughs> really excited to go to the UK pavilion with my boyfriend from the UK. Oh, we <laughs> already agreed that all of us are going to be super obnoxious about oh it, too. God, yeah. <laughs> it's like, cheerio. We're also getting tea there. Yes, we are. I don't think I've told Alex about that. He was he was there for that conversation. It's in the Discord. He can check I've it. I've told him about it. Like I, The only thing that he's flat out said I'm not doing this is like um Winnie the Pooh that's fair because it's like I'll meet you guys there if you because I'd rather sleep in and I'm like that's fine I'm getting the lightsaber it was so hard to get a lightsaber reservation because it's gonna be fucking lit fucking lit quote me on that you can tell that's been a while since we recorded because we are just not shutting up nope (laughs) we're excited guys how many more days you have the countdown I do have the countdown hold on hold on 49 days, 20 hours, 22 minutes till we land. Okay, that is a lot closer than I thought. Oh, it's, fuck. Oh, yeah. When I bought the ticket. Wait, wait, 49 days. Sam, Sam, you know what that means? You know what that means? You know what that means? What? Only 19 more days till we get to do our fast pass. Yeah! <laughs> you can't see it. You can probably hear it, but my down is up and down. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so much more fun. We're so, we're so excited, you guys. We're so excited. I'm not even a Disney person. Oh, I am. But like, I'm can excited. I say I think this is going to be my ninth trip to Disney? Maybe. Because wait, yeah, seventh was before I went with Alex, so eighth would have been my trip with Alex. So this is going to be my ninth trip to Disney in my lifetime, and that is not including going to uh, Disneyland in California, Euro Disney, and Disney Tokyo. I already told Alex that when we have our trip to. <laughs> to Japan we're absolutely going to Disney Tokyo and he was like why you're taking me to Disney World and I'm like so that we could compare them and he's like shit can't argue with that it's actually worth it um Disneyland in Tokyo is pretty much the same but like the um what was it what fuck uh I can't remember what the, I think it's Disney Sea is the name of the um other park okay um it is Gorgeous. I know jack shit. I should know this. I you went. <coughs> I think it's called Disney Sea. <coughs> but it's amazing. I'm mostly just looking it's forward like to taking what a train. It's like could have been if they put more attention to the more detail on the countryside. It is absolutely gorgeous. Like I my camera died because I was taking so many photos. It was gorgeous. The food was amazing and they had 20,000 leagues under the sea. I have to get some I think I have a video cameras. of 20,000 leagues under the sea somewhere because I was like, <gasps> I have to get the disposable cameras I'm going to bring with me. Because I'm that hipster bitch. You know I am. I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited about that. I think I might do that too for Disney. Yeah, because I'm like, God forbid you lose it. Whatever. You've lost a disposable. It's fine. Also, who else like remembers the fun of a disposable camera? There's so much fun. My favorite was always like um, winding up the flash and then just hitting it on your hand. Because that triggers the flash without taking a picture. I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway. We should probably talk about the episode Whatever. now. <laughs> so we're a Ghost Adventures review podcast. And we were reviewing... Uh, Linda Vista Linda Hospital. Linda Vista Hospital. Whatever. It, they were there. <laughs> they were there. We had some more about Disney. <laughs> <laughs> they were there. They were um, there. They saw some ghosts, I guess. Oh, shit. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I will admit I was reading in that... Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender memes while we were watching. <laughs> yeah, because you because them to me. <laughs> I, at some point, I just, like, lost focus. 
I was on Twitter reading about the Amanda Palmer bullshit. Also, like, you know. Oh, God, drink. All of us had. <laughs> I was never into Amanda Palmer, so I don't have this issue. Which is mm. hilarious, because you know what? I was in college radio, and everyone in my radio station was into Amanda Palmer, and I was just kind of like, meh. It's and like, like I'm it, like, I feel like I really dodged a bullet here. If you're like goth inclined and like a baby queer, like 10 years ago, you were into Amanda Palmer. Yeah. Which was me 10 years ago. Or like if you're super into indie at all, like you're into Amanda Palmer and I yeah. just wasn't. I'm glad I wasn't as into it as I could have been, but like. Ugh. It's like I was vaguely aware of Amanda Palmer, but that was about it. Yo, your face will disappoint you. So far, have not been disappointed by Green Day, much to my surprise. Like, you know what? Seriously, <laughs> much to my surprise. <laughs> I keep expecting to get really disappointed by Green Day. Even though Uno, Dos, Tres, where it's not a good album series, mm-hmm. they really came back with Revolution Radio. So. You keep telling me this, and I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, no, like, that's fine. But yeah. Um, maybe maybe I'm done with punk. That's not true. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but yes, much to my surprise, Green Day has not disappointed me. I want to say it's a matter of time, but maybe it's not. No, at this point, like, I mean, they have, like, they're happy with families and, like, have normal lives. And it sounds like they've mostly stopped doing drugs. I'm not even entirely sure of that, to be honest. The harder drugs. There we go. (laughs) Meanwhile, like, my dream is to, like, open a music venue in the Bronx and then have it be completely fucking straight edge so I could go to one show, one show, where a drunk guy doesn't get in my face. (laughs) I want to open a 24-hour bookstore. That is also a moon. With a cozy corner that serves, like, hot cocoa and coffee for those late-night study sessions. Do you want to do, like, a coffee shop that specializes in, like, tutoring? Actually, yeah. Like, like, what I really want to do... We could use that here. Well, really what I want to do is have, like, a section that's, like, little rooms that you can rent out. For tutoring? Yeah. Gosh. Like... Because that way it's someplace public. And like, it would be glass doors so you yeah, can see what's going on. Yeah, so you can on. see what's going on. Uh, but that but way like, it's someplace public, but you also have your own private space to like, so where you're not disturbing others, so like, it would be soundproofed. Yeah. Gosh. You know, like, honestly, the older I get, the more like community-oriented like, I get. The and group like, study rooms in my library, I love. I really love that concept. It's so good. That's the thing I really miss about being at a university. Because, like, oh, you need some place to hang out? There's rooms in the library. I have to admit, the one thing I really missed was Binghamton had this, and it was only for the graduate students. It, they had little study carols, crowds, that were, like, your own private little office, and you, like, rented them out. Oh, God. And I'm, like, I want one of those so bad. So bad. Um, but, yeah. I wanna... And, like, WeWork is folding or whatever. They're going through issues. Oh, I'm not, so, like... not going to lie. There's a small part of me that fucking loves it. Yeah, but, like... As a person who is dipping my toe into freelance and probably won't be doing more freelance. Probably. We'll see. Who knows? Not me. The idea of being like, oh, I only need an office for like a couple of hours to meet with clients. I can well, just rent it, one. Yeah, it's like rework was more of like an open environment. But I no, I get the appeal. And that's really why like I want to kind of do like but if it was a bookstore, I'd be like, yo, meet me at this bookstore. I got a study room. No, like, and I really like that concept. Because, 
And I like it as like a community thing. First of all, I like it being 24. I Unfortunately, I realized that like the best place for something like this would be by NYU. I th- no, no, the Bronx is going to gentrify, Kim. Yes, I realize <laughs> that. Um, the Bronx is going to gentrify, but even the Bronx, where it would have to be... It would have to be closer to Fordham or something. Yeah. Wow. It'd have to be around Fordham or it'd have to be around here. But now apparently they're planning a train from Queens and Brooklyn into the Bronx. And I'm like, fuck yes. Where was this when I first started grad school? I mean, where was this for like all of high school when I was hanging out with like you guys in Queens? Okay, so let's explain how New York public transportation works. If you're in any of the outer boroughs, in order to go to any of the other boroughs, including Queens to Brooklyn, which Which are literally next to each other, you have to go through Manhattan. It's so bullshit. Or take a bus. And you know what sucks in New York City? Motherfucking buses. Because traffic is bad. Why is traffic so bad? Car culture. But mostly, Robert fucking Moses. (sighs) Didn't we watch an episode? (laughs) So, last time we recorded, (laughs) Kim was like, oh, Linda Vista. That's a good episode. Um, And it is. They actually do a lot of cool things this episode. Some cool things happen this episode. You are correct. There is a large stress of this episode where my only note is, oh shit, I zoned out. (laughs) I'm assuming that's the same point in this episode. My only note is, going back to my notes, I'm reading Avatar The Last Airbender means because it cleanses my soul. Yeah, see? (laughs) So uh, let's talk about Linda Vista. It happened. Um, Okay, no, in all seriousness, so Linda Vista Hospital is a hospital that was in East East LA is the area that they put it in. And then Zach's like, we're not that far from Compton. And like, okay, let's, let's go into this real fast. As someone who's lived in the Bronx my entire life, with the understanding that there are some neighborhoods that are really, really bad, we're not that far from Compton doesn't scare me. I understand that, but he, I think he's also putting it in a way that like, if you're not from LA, you kind of get it. No, no, I understand that that's what he's doing, but like, he was like, oh shit, and I'm like... Yeah, I'm not that far from the South Bronx. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing: like, even gang territories is very. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna put on my anthropologist hat. Yay! So even when you're looking at gang territories and you're looking at the way that um, cities and neighborhoods are divided up, uh, they tend to be very small. They tend to be within a distinct yeah area. Very rarely will a gang venture outside of their territory unless it's for a specific reason. Um, there's actually was a study done that recently showed that they're like gangs that like they might be a few blocks from the beach but they never go because it's in another gang's territory and that would be fucking dangerous yeah so it's not someplace you want to be and most gangs in most areas like you do they have certain territorial markers uh that you know that that's their area or there's local lore so to speak that will like tell you like you know you don't want to be on this area at night um in a future episode actually we haven't gotten there yet they do go to an area that is known for gang territory. One of the things that prompts them to leave is that they have a car flash at them from off the side. They're like, okay, so that's a sign that there's gangs here waiting for something. So they're giving us a warning. We're going to turn and go away. Yeah. So saying um, we're not far from there doesn't really say much. But he does say to understand, like, you know, this is not a good neighborhood. And that's he his whole point. He could have just said, like, yo, this, hosp- this abandoned community hospital. He's not a good neighborhood. Yeah, he could have, but also... I mean, there's there's hospitals in the Bronx that I wouldn't want to go to because they're not good hospitals, because they're in such bad neighborhoods. We don't have to name names. Uh-huh. You and Alex can have a nice conversation about that. <laughs> there's hospitals that mm, you have to be dying to go to. 
Oh no, if you're dying, that's the worst time to go. Well, that's true. There are <laughs> hospitals that have killed my boyfriend's patients. Yeah, like, and these do tend to be in lower income neighborhoods, bad neighborhoods, neighborhoods that maybe have more stabbings and shootings than other neighborhoods. Which, ironically, those are usually the neighborhoods with the best trauma centers. Because they have to. Like but, Jacoby. Uh, I also want to, hey. We also want to point out real fast, because this is who I am as a person, uh, homicides in New York City are at, like, one of the lowest rates they've been mm-hmm. in a long time. Especially in the history of New York. You are very unlikely I mean, to die here. I mean, violence in general is down in New Violence York. is down so much. You know what's not down? Fair evasion. Fuck you, Cuomo. No, seriously. Fuck you. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm more concerned about other things than fair evasion doesn't affect that. Like, I'm going to assume that fair evasion doesn't affect that much of the income that the MTA has. Not to mention the fact that there are going after art installations and, like, they're going after, I guess, where it would be considered, like, quality of life. It's quality of life concerns. Uh, concerns, but they're not really not. It's like, churro vendors and art She doesn't have a permit. They told her before she doesn't have a permit. Here's the thing. It's one of those things where, like, I get that. I know. But, also- but if you're buying a churro off a lady off a cart in a freaking train station and you get sick well bro you shouldn't have bought the damn like i actually understand the permit thing because and the reason for is also establishing like you know we have people pay for these permits like they they don't they don't allow food vending in the subway yeah straight up like i actually it's actually against the law but at the same time i don't want extra police presence for that i'd rather you focus on like the mta conductors that are getting assaulted like there are other things I'd rather you focus on than this bullshit. Fair evasion is not an issue. I'm really concerned about. Well, here's the numbers on that, right? They say that they lose two hundred million dollars. Bullshit. Fair evasion. That's the number they give. You know how much money they're spending on new cops? Isn't they spending like two hundred million? Two hundred and fifty million. Forty nine. Yeah. Two hundred forty nine million. So you're gonna be losing money anyway. Assuming like, that's what the fuck. New York City surprisingly is not the most expensive subway system it's in the world. It's very All cheap, things. mile for mile. But you know what it could be? It could be cheaper. It could be free. I'm going to say, I agree with that. But also, we have to pay for it somehow. And that's and called taxes. Yeah, but the thing, so the issue with the MTA in New York City is, ironically... It's a state organization. Yes. Uh, and the reason for this is because it combined the three subway lines that were part of New York City, as well as the Long Island Railroad and Metro North. When do we give up and we stop doing ghost hunters and we so ghost ventures and we just talk about New York City? I think that's a different podcast. Okay, <laughs> I mean we could. We give Bowery Boys a run for their money. We could. Like we're the Bowery Boys. Yeah, we're like the Bronx bitches. <laughs> Except I'm from Queens. Fair. I'm from Fair. Queens. And you say Warder. I say what? Warder. I do? Yes, you do. I do. <laughs> when you listen to this later, you'll be like, oh shit, I do. <laughs> it's cute. It is cute as fuck. I'll be honest, I don't notice. When, like, usually I notice, but like, I, you've seen this. There are times where like my accent comes out and I have to it's take It's so the, good. I have to take stuff back and go, what the fuck? We were at Six Fives once and I was telling you how whenever my mother calls and she annoys me, I swear to God, I become a different person. <laughs> so my voice changes, my accent changes, like it becomes so much thicker. And then she called you. And I'm like, hey mom, what's up? And then it changed because she was annoying me. It was, it was amazing. It was magic. And I turn around and Sam's looking at me gawking like, holy shit. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. And the funny thing is if I think about it, I can't do it. No, yeah, I can't do it on purpose. Like, I can't do it. It's so hard. But like... 
No, we're gonna we're gonna do a New York <laughs> podcast. It's gonna happen because I can talk shit about the MTA for as long as the the day is long. I think we both can. Like this is a like New York City thing. Like we could. Just... Oh my god! You know what? All New Yorkers can agree on the MTA isn't doing something okay. right. So I'm trying my um blue filtering glasses so I get used to them. I don't know how you deal with this all the time. Glasses? Yeah. Uh, they're always dirty and I can never see. They're like, I'm like, my nose is sweating. I didn't know my nose could sweat. It does. It does sweat. And you have to be careful in the summer because, <laughs> um, especially with the plastic frames like we both have, you know, as are trendy among certain circles. Yeah, it's like also like my You'll periphery- You'll actually get pimples under there. Also, my periphery is weird. Oh, yeah, because you don't have lenses there. Like, what the hell? Kim, you can still see. I can't see over here. I, I know, Everything but over like, there's here like a is small blurry. section where it's a little bit blurry because it's between the glasses yeah, and yeah. like my regular periphery. Yeah. I'm like, how do you deal with this all the time? Because I can't see I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm looking at everything through like a weird window. Yes. For me, it's the window of things that are clear. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, walls would be far more dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's like when I posted this on Instagram, I had to put a thing like, my vision is fine. I'm just tired of dry eyes. Listen, dry eyes is a big deal. I actually, when I was wearing contacts all the time, my eyes got so dry. Medical stuff. Skip like two seconds if you don't want to hear it. That my like retinas were wrinkled. Oh. So it was seriously affecting my vision. I had to be on steroids for a little bit. Yeah, I actually need to schedule a... um, Yeah, do it. Your eyes are important. Sight is really important. For yeah. us in this, I world. have not gotten a vision check since like college. Bastards. Okay, All right, Linda Vista, where it's not cold. So, um, let's see. Zach might be happy that trip pants are back at Hot Topic. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, no, no, you need to explain <laughs> that note. Hold up. Okay, so he's standing there in his like 2006 getup, right? He's got his like. Isn't this episode like 2011? He's got his like Ed Hardy shirt on and these like black cargo pants that are really wide in the leg okay and i was like that motherfucker wore trip pants oh my god i can see it oh that reminds me we never actually read the description for this episode oh do you want to sure although yeah the descriptions recently have been really disappointing travel channel like they used to be nice and like the first couple ones were like yeah give us some meat that is and like recently they've been kind of lame, which is why we haven't been reading them. We don't say lame. Thank you. I'm sorry. You're good. Yeah, it's... Excuse me. Recently they've been kind of, like, just boring. They've been boring. I'm actually also working on lame. That's a hard one to remove from the vocabulary. Yeah, because that's one that you don't really make the connection for. You don't. It takes a really long time because we don't refer to people with bum legs or whatever as lame anymore. Yeah, and also I never, like, made the connection between, oh... <laughs> That's why we... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've, I've been working on that one, so call me out, too. No, that's fine. But I appreciate it. Thank no. you. Because <laughs> that's what friends do. <laughs> oh, actually, this one's not bad. Oh, it's like two sentences. <laughs> Linda Vista Hospital was deluged with wounded gang members and innocent bystanders brought oh. down in the midst of a gangland war zone. Join Zach, Nick, and Aaron as they endure some of their most chilling discoveries yet. A white pe- person wrote that. Oh, totally. But you know what? It was an actual good description. <laughs> it was an entertaining episode description. Well done. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about the actual Lindivis Hospital. Because that brings up a lot of stuff that Zach is talking about all the time. He talks to like five different people who are like, 
oh, you know, people were getting murdered here at the hospital. There was malpractice. Um, doctors were, like, fucking killing people or whatever. And that's really why this place closed. So we were like, that doesn't sound right. Let's see, it's in a poor neighborhood. I bet you it has to do with the fact that they took patients who, couldn't, who didn't have insurance or couldn't pay. Lo and behold, what is on the Wikipedia article? <laughs> it that pretty much that, and also I think they did say that there were some malpractice lawsuits. Yeah, but, but that's like, also because it was a poor hospital, so they couldn't like. Yeah, malpractice lawsuits are. So there are some hospitals in the Bronx that recently ended up closing, I think, because of malpractice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one hospital that can't get doctors of any sort of quality because their malpractice insurance rates are way too high because. They do serve underinsured or uninsured people in, you know, a, a bad neighborhood that may have higher crime statistics. Essentially, our medical care, like, and this is not a New York thing. This is a United States thing. Our medical system is shit. Yeah. And um, what happens in this sort of situation is you have people who can't pay. And you'll end up with doctors. I'm not going to say doctors are the best. You do end up with doctors who don't treat people the way they should. Yeah, I mean... Especially when you're talking about underpaying positions. Yeah, and I want to say this is true with, like, any profession. Um, You get doctors who go into it for the wrong reasons, or doctors who are just jaded. Or they get burnt out, and it's really hard when you're seeing... um, Especially when you add race to the equation, when you have like, white doctors treating brown and black people, and you have, you know, structural racism at play, um, it can really fuck with the quality of care. That's the technical term, fuck with the quality of care. (laughs) So, I am not surprised that this community hospital that was dealing with mostly people who were uninsured or underinsured ended up having a couple malpractice suits and had to go under in the 80s. Yeah. Like, that is the story of hospitals in bad neighborhoods, which is why you don't see so many. I mean, when it it comes down to it, you get doctors who are great, like Hawkeye Pierce, or you get shitty doctors who are too full of themselves, like Major Frank Birds. Is this... This is MASH. Is this MASH? This is MASH. (laughs) But, yeah, like, honestly... Because Burns was a terrible surgeon. But it was war, so he was commissioned. But that's the situation, right? So, um, if this is something that interests you, you should definitely look it up and do your reading. Especially look for things from brown and black people about this topic. Because uh, that's the communities that it affects. Also, there is a great book that actually covers some like the change in medicine. Um, I mean, it's a micro-history about Bellevue Hospital specifically. Oh, Bellevue's a good one, though. Oh my god. So, it's conveniently, it's titled Bellevue. Um, but it's a really good book. I highly recommend it. And it talks about the history of um, medical care in New York City and um, public hosp- and the issues of public hospitals versus private hospitals. And to stop this rant from having a very urban slant, you also see this in rural You see hospitals. this as a big deal in rural hospitals. Because there's just less people, less money, less resources. Yeah, so you... Um, and that does tend to strike more white populations because we don't yeah, think about Yeah, and that's, that al- that's also another issue is that they're having... Like, because everything's so far apart, um, even local doctors tend to be a jack-of-all-trades because they have to be. Because you're not likely to get specialists. Um, there's uh, too many people per doctor. Healthcare is expensive. And it might be literally hours 
to yeah. the nearest hospital, depending on where you are, and, like, more hospitals close. It, literally, healthcare in this country is a fucking mess, and, uh... I mean, that, the, in terms of rural areas, that's, like, a whole other story. It's that a whole ha- other thing, like... That, like, part of it has to do with, like, medical care, and part of it also just has to do with, like, there aren't many hospitals in the area because there's no many people, it's not heavily populated, so you don't really have the money for a hospital. Everything's fucked up, y'all. Everything's fucked up. Everything's fucked up, and it's all for profit. This Medicine should not be for profit. It shouldn't be. It should, it should not nope. be for profit. Nope. So, um, like, this episode's gonna be, like, three hours long, and only, like, 15 minutes gonna be about the actual episode. Where were we? We did not get far. But, yeah, so, um, they somehow found a bloody gurney, which we're assuming with special effects team. And they were playing around this bloody gurney. Which is why I think it was a special effects team. Because if it wasn't, then Zach would have been like, even this bloody gurney was left here. Whose blood was it? And then maybe he would have licked it. Who knows? I don't know. But as also, <laughs> Sam and I nearly had a heart attack of like, oh my God, HIPAA violation. Because they're walking around and they're like, oh yeah, look at these patient files. And Zach's like, what now? Because apparently when they closed the hospital, they just left some patient records there and holy HIPAA violation, Batman. I mean, that's not unusual. So when St. Vincent's closed, they actually, because when you close, you kind of have to empty everything. Sometimes you're just like, fuck it. Yeah, but like, that's people's personal information. And if I found out that someone got a hold of it. Well, it also closed in 91. Yeah, which was 28 years ago. That's easy math. Because that's when we were born! Yeah! Uh, but yeah, my notes are just like, in all caps, why are there just old patient records just chilling? Question mark, question mark, question mark. They do say that this is their first, uh, hospital. And I think it is. Yeah. Because Povelia doesn't count. Sure. That makes sense. So they're going on the tour and they found a way to make Zach stop talking. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm being serious when I say Povelia doesn't count yeah. as a hospital. Um, but like they're exploring the basement, it's like, Maybe the end of all ends. The tunnel to hell. And I'm just like, why you gotta be so dramatic, Zach? Why you gotta be? As someone who who has been called overdramatic in this life and isn't gonna argue. To be fair, moment. I think I may have been one of those people who called you overdramatic at some point. Uh, being a teen is hard. It really is. Being a teen <laughs> is hard. Even I think Zach pushes it too far. Because he also doesn't do it with, like, self-awareness, right? This is true, but it also leads to, like, the best moment of this episode. Oh, my God. So he's like, oh, this, so they get to the incinerators. And they're like, oh, this is the incinerator. So he opens it up and he sees Ash. And what does this motherfucker do? Puts his he puts his hand, hand in it. He's like, oh, look at that Ash. And then the guy's like, yeah, when there was a John or Jane Doe and they had no family to claim them, they would cremate them and then bury the ashes. And No, he didn't say bury the ashes. He goes... What do you think they do with them? And Kim and I are like, well, you cremate them and then you bury the ashes. And Zach field. is freaking the fuck out. He's like, and he has a, his fingers are covered with this like gray white ash. There, there was some great editing because he seems calm like he's talking about it. And then they flash back. He's like, and it, this definitely was editing because he's like, wait, these are human ashes? Yeah. He, he, they cut out him freaking the fuck out, which I'm disappointed about. I know. I'm like, yes, it's an incinerator. What the fuck, Ash, did you think it was? And then he <laughs> goes and he finds, like, a bone chip from a tooth. He and says he's it's very, a tooth. he's very excited about it. Yeah. I don't know why he, I don't, 
they cut out a lot because I think it took a long time for him to go from there's human ashes on my hand to, oh, cool, this is a tooth. And then whatever. he's like, um, I'm gonna go wash my hands now. I need now. some soap. Or, uh, do you have hand sanitizer? And we're just like, hand sanitizer won't work, honey. It's just gonna make it worse. It's gonna make it clumpy. You're just gonna put that all over your hands. Ugh. I mean, I mean, also, I kind of understand, like, why you would freak out if you're touching human ash. Like, I but I also wouldn't have put my hand in some random exactly. ash. Exactly! It's like, it's an incinerator from a hospital. What the fuck do you think it is? Also, like, the guy's telling you this is where the bodies go into this place, and then this is where the ashes come out. Why do you stick your, like... I feel like that's the, like, a line from a very dark children's book. It's like, this is where the bodies go, and this is where the ashes come out. I'm trying to remember the name of the YouTube channel that I really like. That's about death. Oh, you told me about this. Shit, what's her name? Ask a Mortician is the channel. Yes, you've told me about this. I still so haven't. So good. I still haven't checked it out, which I really need to. I'm also a patron. It's called the Society of the Good Death. That's what they yes, call. Yes, yes. It's so good. She wrote a book. She did. She wrote two books. I, I haven't read them yet. I know one of them is on my to read list. I really want to. Before read you them. told me about Ask yeah. a Mortician. Like, I saw this book, I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. Yo, I'm going to shout out Ask a Mortician because I am death positive, and I want all of y'all to be death positive. Um, death is a natural part of life. Yeah. And I also follow, because of Caitlin, she had a death doula on one of the episodes. Oh, you told me about this. Like, oh, my it's gosh. It's such an interesting concept. I love it. I we'll wish I had known this. We'll have to save it for another episode. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Uh, blah, then blah. they go upstairs after there's this that. one chair that moves apparently yeah there's a chair that moves on its own and they're like it moved as we were up here like we went down the hall we came back it had moved um which that seems really fucking freaky can oh I yeah just say? it does like if they had gotten that on camera i might have peed myself i was i don't know why but i like i thought they did no, it didn't. No, really. no, I know it didn't, but, yeah. like, in my memory of this episode, I thought they did. Yeah, that would have um, been so cool. So, they go into one of the rooms where, like, they had caught something previously, and Zach sees an old glove. So, what does he fucking do? He fucking picks it up and throws it at Aaron, and uh, at Aaron's face. Now, here's the thing. We're Sam all... and I were just talking about how, like, when it comes to PPE, I am a terrible person in my lab, and I work with pathogens. I saw that, and I was, like, sc- internally screaming. Granted, anything on there was probably dead, but it doesn't matter. I'm like, I was internally screaming, Zach, what the fuck is wrong with you? Also, I don't know how secure this building is. I don't know how new that latex glove was. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what's on there. You don't know what's been on there. And you're going to throw it at, like, all of the orifices? It it, it cursed me out. I was like, no, Zach, no, no. It it was such a frat boy thing to do, also. Yeah, my note on that is when will the hazing end? Spoiler, it will never, never end. <laughs> There's a great picture that's from around this time. Okay. Uh, um, Zach and Aaron reenacting the stepbrothers picture. Oh, you've shown me this. Oh, it is so cute. They're really BFS for life. It's kind of adorable. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Zach is a better friend off camera. I think he, he has is. to be. I think he is. Anyone who's that Like, if you look at their, the, the way time. that they banter with each other on Instagram and, yeah. like, Twitter. They happen to be real friends. Um, like, oh, shit. So, <laughs> so we mentioned Layla, the cute Asian woman. She and Kirsten, because it wasn't Kristen. It may have been Kirsten. I don't know. It I didn't was definitely name. Kirsten. They captured an EVP of a girl humming. Wait, right before that, though, yes. they're walking around the hospital taking, like, you know, stock shots. 
and they see like this creepy doll oh and Zach gosh. goes so many pleasant visuals and then they like center on the creepy doll being real <laughs> not a gurney and it's great it's like a creepy clown doll why is it even there it may have been from the children's ward maybe um anyway so there's they captured the evp of the girl humming which i kind of barely heard there might have been something there, but it wasn't as clear as Zach made it sound. Yeah. Even with the lav mic, like, right I have to admit, they got a it. lot of EVPs, and a lot of them were, like, kind of hard to hear because they kept freaking out over it. Yeah, so the issue with the Humming Girl EVP is that Layla and Kirsten were freaking out over something that they saw at about the same time. So like you, you get hear the they, humming maybe, and then they're screaming. Yeah, because they said there's like three like notes homed. I only hear one. Yeah, and then they're screaming, and it's yeah. hard to make anything else out. Um, but he's playing it in the room, and Zach is being Zach about this whole thing. Because there's women involved. Of course. Um, and I think my next, Zach just keeps talking, and my next note is just like, shut, shut the fuck up, Zach. Yeah, I kind of want to go back to the boiler room. Because he stops talking there. Yeah, because he put his hand in human ass well, and freaked also, out. he's in the... So, we skipped over it. But when he gets to the boiler room, he's like, I feel like... I feel like I shouldn't talk in here. And I was like, oh, like, oh thank oh, yeah. Zach actually asked for a moment of silence when he finds the incinerator. I forgot about that. Yeah, because he put his hand in a person. Um, remains... But uh, I think also... Well, his also his, re- his thing is like, well, these people shouldn't be here. They should be buried. Let's give them a moment of silence. Yeah, yeah. After um, he put his hand in them. Because he's an idiot. Yes. Moving on. Um, so then they get some audio distortions, and they say there's another hum that shows up, and Zach's like, oh, we played the hum here. Little girl, you're talking to us now. The distortions are really interesting, because it's only after they ask questions. Yeah, it's, it, that was actually that was kind weird. of interesting. And like, I didn't hear the humming, but after that, they do get another one that's like, they say he's a man yelling. It sounds kind of like a breath, but that one was clear. Yeah. So they were like, oh, we get a man. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I can't hear that. And then they're like, oh, then we get a second man. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I can hear that. <laughs> yeah, no. It was like, I went from, I don't hear shit. I don't hear shit to, what the fuck was that? Um, oh, man. My next note here is this crew missed their calling as, a horror, as horror movie guys. Because, like, Joe Mendoza from the local paranormal group is like, I saw, like, the shadow of hands doing like this. <gasps> Right? Um, you can't see. <laughs> Hold up. So yes, I can. We... Hold on. <laughs> what are we doing? We're taking a video for Instagram. So they see the wiggly arms that Joe's doing, and you'll see on her Instagram my wiggly arms. And then they like do like zombie shadow arms. Not creepy. as fun as the squiggly arms. Like someone maybe reaching for something from a gurney. It with, with like long, thin fingers. I'm not they taking a video of calling. this because it was boring. Not it was Sam, so, yeah. Sam's not boring. The video was boring. Yeah. Joe's interpretation was much better. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And then they talk to that balding white guy who was touched. And he describes it as like a static electricity feeling. Which, as someone who's been touched by spirits, um, that's pretty on the nose, honestly. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Like, I do get more of a physical touch, but it's not hot, it's cold, 
and a little staticky. Hot and you're cold, you're yes and you're no, you're in, in and you're out, out, you're up and you're down. down. You're wrong when it's right, it's black and it's white. You fight, we break up, we kiss, we make up. You know? Okay. I always, every time I think of that song, I always remember like one of our, the ski trips from high school because they were playing that while I was on the ski lift and I was like very happy, like and into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, cold isn't really the right word. Room temperature is how I've experienced it with a little bit of that staticky feeling. Okay. Yeah. So like that was really interesting to me. I mean, but I can also understand how that staticky feeling can be interpreted as cold. As cold, yeah. Yeah, like, think of it, like, when your foot falls asleep, like... You're like, shit, that's weird. And yeah. it's not as intense as an asleep yeah. foot, but it's just, like... But like, like you know can... when you've been a little bit too close to something that doesn't have proper shielding that is electronic? Kinda. It's kinda like that. Like, I mean, a, like a buzzing in the nerves. I mean, I've accidentally shocked myself. Not that close. So, like, he's describing it, and I was like, huh... I think he actually was touched by something. Um. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then they find out there's a mental hospital, and Zach tries this weird Sunday metaphor that doesn't quite work. So he's like, it's like the cherry on top of our Sunday. And if he ended there, I would have been like, yes. But then he tries to explain it, and his explanation like is that the Sunday is the mental hospital, and the and the cherry is the other hospital. And I'm like, if he had stopped, like, it's like the cherry on top, that would have been great. And then he ruins the metaphor. He's just not that smart. No, he's not. My. Oh, God. This is where I I literally died for a second. So, yes. He so gets they inside. talk to this girl in the mental hospital. I didn't even get her name. No, they don't the say her name. Part. I don't yeah. think she wanted her name. So. Because even say, they say that girl instead that of. That girl instead of her name. So she's, she's really cute. Oh, my God. She's adorable. Yeah. And she's got short, like, reddish brown hair. And, like, a bit of a southern accent. And she's petite, you know. So she's like, I got pushed. And Zach's like, show me how hard you got pushed. Which he only ever asks women. A dude never goes like, oh, I got touched. He's like, no, touch no, he me does. like he touched you. No, he you. does. That's not true. Not the same way. Not the same way, but not he does say, way. show me how hard you... He does say it to men. Hold up. I will... But not the same way. Not the same way. He's not like, oh, touch me here and show me how... Listen, it's so creepy. No, no, I understand what you're saying. It is so creepy. He doesn't, like, he might be like, oh, how hard do you want to show me? He doesn't be like, yo, show me. Touch me. Like, it's so weird. And then. just needs to get laid. And then he starts hitting on her. He's like, oh. I've been scratched too. On the back. We're in the same club and he, like, invites the high five. it sounded less creepy. It sounded more awkward than creepy. It gets. It it gets uh, creepier. It gets creepier. It gets creepier, but that. That moment, I was like. This is just ox. Yeah, that was and just awkward. And then he kept going. And then he kept going, and that's when it reached creepy. Oh my but god! But this girl, this girl is a fucking champ because she's a firecracker. Because later on, they ask something else, and she's straight up flirting with them. Well, she is. It is a challenging kind of flirt, though, which is my favorite kind, both to dish out and also to receive. Because I am weak to pretty women flirting with me by challenging me. So, uh, first he's really inappropriate, and he literally asks her out, and then, um, Yes, he asks her for a drink! And she doesn't say yes. She also doesn't say no. Yes, but she doesn't say yes. She doesn't answer. She kind of just looks at him. Because we had to watch it I again. Think she, I think she kind of looks at him, because she's not sure whether to say, like... She is sizing him up. And also, I think she's like, 
I'm not sure if you're serious or if you're asking me. I'm not sure if you're, this is like part of the, the, um. She can't figure out whether it's for real or not. But yeah. we, on the couch, he's legitimately like, yo. She was cute. She, listen, I don't blame him for asking her out. I only say that the situation in which he did it was inappropriate. I have to, she had a hairstyle that was kind of reminiscent of like the 60s, but like it worked so for her. Cute. Like Ugh. she was working it, it looked gorgeous on her. So this is where we have to pause because I'm dying and we talk about Warren High School Host Club for a little bit and gender identity. Anyway, uh, they ask her something and she turns to the camera. Actually, the person behind the camera, I think was Nick. I think it was Nick. And she's so spicy. We also have decided that Zach is a bottom. Yeah. And I've decided that this woman is too much woman for him. Yes. Absolutely, 100% too much woman. I refuse to believe that Zach is the dominant one in any relationship. Anyway, she was the best. Anyway, after that, she leaves, and they go back to the stories where it gets less interesting again. Then they start the lockdown. Zach essentially says he'd rather be locked up in the hospital than out here at night, because it is not in a safe neighborhood. (sighs) He is, like, very insistent that he does not want to be out here at night. That was the creepy door again. Um... Yeah, I rolled my eyes so hard. So hard. So hard. Like, yeah, no, I don't want to hang out in unsafe neighborhoods either, you know? Like, that's fair, but... So then... Ugh. So then they're talking Ugh. about where the X cameras are and they're going over them, and they get to the mental hospital, and my poor baby Aaron goes, I wish we never learned about the mental hospital. <laughs> I know, it's so cute. <laughs> my sweet baby boy. But as they're going through their X cameras for our benefit, they get a scream? They do. They hear a scream, and we're like, oh, maybe it's outside. But they're like, no, they heard it down the hall. And you can tell the difference between a scream inside some... Yeah, I on didn't camera, think... you can't tell. But, like, when you're on in an area, you could tell whether it's something inside or outside. Because you, if it's inside, you hear the reverberation where you wouldn't if it was outside. Yeah, and, um... On camera, we can't tell the difference because it was such a distant scream. I expected but. it to be outside only because they had hyped up how bad the neighborhood was. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, but then they're like, oh, it's here. But yeah, so they try to investigate it. And then Zach talks, and then as they're going through the X cameras, they have one by the incinerator. And Zach talks about uh, how he found a tooth. And he's very like amused by it. He's so he's excited like, about it at this point. Like, and I held a tooth. I'm like, okay. Not that big a deal, Zach. Trust me. Listen, I feel like the best way to make someone not date Zach is to make him watch these early episodes. I mean, we've talked about that, and I've already said I would swipe right, so... <laughs> I'd swipe right! I, my opinion on this has not changed. I would at, at Is least left? Go, no. I'm swiping left so hard, I'm actually swiping see, left on the next the five guys, too. In my, like, I'd at least give him a shot. Nah. To each their own. I'm not convinced Homeboy can read. He's been shown reading books. He wrote a book. Did he write it? Or was it No, really, he wrote a book. Or was it ghostwritten? <laughs> but um But also for real. <laughs> no, seriously, he wrote a book called Ghost Hunting for Dummies. We're not convinced that it's not Oh, that reminds me. I need to get a copy of it. I think I sent the link to you. Zach actually did publish a book called Ghost Hunting for Dummies. It is officially part of the Four Dummies series. Oh, that's amazing. Series. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> that was actually a good place to pause because nothing else really happens. They do lights out. They get a voice while they're setting up. Someone's yeah, oh, crying in the hallway. Oh, Zach does describes his back to back cameras as butt to butt, and I laughed because I'm twelve. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the point where we both zoned out, where, like, I started reading Avatar The Last Airbender because it cleansed my soul. Or Avatar The Last Airbender means because it cleansed my soul. Someone was crying in Kim's hallway, and I think it might have been a baby, but it might have been a drunk girl. It was a little early for a drunk girl. No, it's not. It's a med school campus. Yeah, but this was at, like, 4 o'clock on a Saturday. It's a med school campus. That's early for pre-gaming. It's a med school campus. Who said it was pre-gaming? Fair. Could have been a drunk girl, could have been a baby. It was too far away for me to tell and too many doors in the way. All right, so I zoned out, Kim zoned out. Um, More voices and they were easily heard. And then he goes back to the mental hospital. Kim says they're easily heard. I didn't hear jack shit for any of the ones. Now, when I say easily heard, I mean I heard, it doesn't mean I understood them. It means I heard a thing. Honestly, everything that they said, said, you know, Oh, this says X. I was like, no, it fucking doesn't. Except for the one time it, I'm when they had the uh, machine one. Did. The machine one that was easier to understand because it's a machine. But every like disembodied voice. Although the one in the end, there's one that says thank you, and it did actually sound like thank you to me. Oh, I didn't hear that one at all. Um. Okay. So. Um. Then he they go into the mental hospital and they go to where a uh, cute lady in pink was attacked. And oh, this is where she gets real. Zach goes, you know, attacking woman is bad, and I'm just like, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. There was something ahead of that. I'm sorry. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Zach, I guess chivalry isn't dead. It was so bad. So bad. So before it was like that, an unnecessary addition. It's like you could just say attacking people is bad. Why do you have to focus on the fact that was a woman? Misogyny. Um, but what Generally I want to do isn't dead doll. Zach's mm, keeping it alive. Zach, single-handedly. I so, mean, I understand his point, but, like, also, because they only had a report of that woman being attacked, but also, like, unnecessary addition, Zach. And then they heard a loud bang. But anyway, apparently I missed something. So they did get a humming. And they're like, oh, it's a little girl humming again. I didn't hear the humming. And I heard the humming. You heard and the humming. I'll be I did damned not. if it was a little girl. What did you hear? That sounded like an adult woman. Okay. Or maybe it was a demon. In the original humming that they got from Lila and Kirsten, that sounded like an adult woman to me. Yeah. So, so like, I, I I don't understand where they're getting the little girl humming from in all of this. It was really creepy. Yeah, I miss the humming. children's spirits are always demons. Not always. Always. Not always. always. Not always. Anyway, so, blah, blah, blah. Attacking yeah, woman is bad, then there's a loud bang, and then the back-to-back cameras that's focused on the hallway where the chair moves actually captures a voice that sounds like screaming. To us, it sounded like them. Yeah, I have no idea. But if it was them, like, why was it only that one part? That picked it up? It was so weird. It was so weird. Because it sounded like an echo. It sounded like a distant voice, so it may have been them, but it was also only that one section. If it was them, it would have picked up more than just that, you know? Yeah, I mean, acoustics in old buildings, any building really, is weird. Like, sometimes I can hear Aaron through the floor, and then, like, sometimes Dad can hear me. Aaron doesn't always hear me, even though I'm right above both of these rooms, because that's how addicts work. So, like... Acoustics in buildings can super be weird, so it might just be that they stepped into, like, 
the proper like echo spot for that. But it sounded more like them than anything else. Also on those cameras, mm-hmm. um, they were pointing toward the chair and they captured a mist. Okay, so. To me, that mist kind of just looks like a flashlight. So later in the episode, at the very end, we'll just talk about it now. They yeah. show this to a uh, photography. To Mikey. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mickey. Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. That's what it says <laughs> in my notes. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Mickey hey, was Mickey. good. Mickey was great. Because Mickey's like, that looks like car lights. No, he like said. car at, headlights. No, he said, at first that looked like car lights, but here's the reason why it's not. Yeah. Um, well, it's definitely something that has its own illumination, and the reason why it's probably not is based on this. If it was car lights, this looks like it goes behind the chair. It would have reflected off the chair. Also, if it was car lights and the window walls are behind the video camera, you would have gotten the shadow of the, the camera. video camera. Now, I would say that depending on the angle of the car lights, you might not have gotten the shadow of the you camera. You wouldn't. So, I understand that, but... I understand what you're he makes about. good points in other places. Um, but the thing is, with the angle, the angle that you would have needed to have gotten would have had to be much closer to the video camera. Yeah. That's why, to me, it originally looked like a flashlight. So what Zach does say during that section is that there are no windows in that corridor, which sounds fake to me, but we don't ever get a good view of this building. No, he's so. right, because that... And the reason why I say he's right is because the area where that is, that's where the cameras are back-to-back, facing both... Oh, I didn't realize that's where yeah. that was. So... It does look like a flashlight, though. Like an errant flashlight beam, for the most part. But, like, the flashlight beam would have to have been, like, from somebody standing directly behind the camera. Yeah. So that's why I'm, like, unless they're, like, did that and not admitting it, I feel like they would have known if there was somebody there. Which is fair. Um, It was, like, the most interesting thing that they picked. Well, not the most. The second most interesting thing that they picked up. Anyway, so later on they go to one of the... hallways and Zach's like we're gonna split up so they can choose who they want to attack and I'm just like yes Zach because you control the ghost no sorry we're gonna let them choose I'm like Zach you can't control them you it's not like you can force them to choose one of you I hate him. I know that you want to make it Aaron. I know you always want to make it Aaron, but you can't always force them to make it Aaron. Is this where he's also shouting, come out and don't be scared, in like the most scary voice? Yes. Like, I think that's Jesus. just Zach. Like, I don't think I it's like... it. Listen, if he showed up to my undead, undeadedance, right, the residence where I'm undead, and was like, come out and don't be scared, I'd be like, motherfucker, leave. Okay. So they're in the hallway. Oh, yes. Tell us about Aaron. They're in the hallway. And Nick captures somebody breathing. It sounds like somebody on, like, a respirator. Oh, right. They say that. And then Aaron gets booed. Like, he hears a bang. He hears screams and bang. He's like, holy shit. And immediately after that, Nick sees a figure, like, on top of him. And freaks the fuck out. I'm going to pause before we get to that. Because they show us Aaron's audio of what he heard. And... This cannot be overstated. A ghost basically went up behind him and said boo. <laughs> when they played it back, it literally sounded like boo. <laughs> Killed Kim. <laughs> Sorry, I'm turned away from the mic so I don't redline. <laughs> but, which I realize is a problem. Which is so I'm, I'm trying to present. And, which I should know I've realized earlier given that I'm the one who edits these it's okay we're working on it we're a work in progress we still don't have the Patreon but <laughs> that's gonna be our Christmas gift to you is our our fucking Patreon <laughs> yeah 
I'm I'm freelancing now. I could probably set that up, maybe. Um, I have a feeling what's gonna happen is I'm gonna set it up and be like, Sam, you okay with this? Be like, yes. Uh, we have the account. We just need to like fill it. We just need to fill it out. So, what was I saying? Blah blah blah. Ghost. Yeah. So, uh, it's it's an it's a a vocal noise and like a rushing. So the ghost basically goes boo and like runs up on him, and it does. It sounds so much like the word boo. Which is embarrassing for everybody involved. I honestly didn't hear that, but that made that like a thousand times better. They played it and I was like, holy shit, the ghost said boo. I don't think the B noise is really there, but that vowel is there. It's definitely like a ooh. I just heard a distortion and, and then ghost said boo. Anyway, but yeah, they do get Nick. It's really funny. He's like, I swear on my mother. And I'm like, I don't know your relationship to your mother. And, um, because I know some people who swear all sorts of shit on their mama. So Nick, like, freaks the, he freaks fuck, the fuck out. And then goes, shh, 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 let me talk. And I'm like, why you always gotta steal the spotlight, Zach? This was Nick's moment. He saw the figure. Why do you have to talk? Why do you have to talk to it now? Weak. That's how it is. His stroke game is weak. He's making up for it by stealing the spotlight. And also, like, I just realized that this couch, that where I'm positioned is, like, very squeaky. Future Kim, these are couch squeaks. I still have not heard another voice. So if you hear anything, it's not my fault this time. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if I told you guys, uh, when I moved, I stole the leather couch from my parents. Oh, I think we mentioned it in the last episode. Yeah, so that means that we have different couch noises. <laughs> different couch noises. But bigger couch. We could have Aaron back and not have one of us sit on the floor. And then they actually do have something talking back to them. Yeah, so they bring out a box that has... Before they bring out the box, they do capture an EVP that sounds like thank you. And I actually do hear thank you. I didn't hear that at all. I so. heard it. Um, they do bring out a box that Zach tries to explain foamines. Fo- I don't know. I totally like zoned out. <laughs> so basically, I don't think that's the correct word, but I didn't look it up. So maybe it is. Whatever, Zach. Um... It's the the sounds. This box doesn't have words. It has sounds. So like vowel sounds, consonant sounds, diphthongs, you know, sounds that make up words. So like in the word show, right, you have the sh and the o sounds. So this, this box spits those out. And they get a fucking conversation so Zach's like, oh, did Nick see you? And the machine goes, yeah, you did. Which I was like, holy fucking shit. Because it's not, yeah, you did. It is absolutely, yeah, you did. Um, and it's like, well, what do you want? And the box says, leave. Which is ironic because later, after they leave, they do actually catch a disembodied, or it's either after they leave or as they're leaving, they actually catch a disembodied voice that sounds very clearly to me like, don't leave me. Ah, see, I heard a howl. I heard, don't leave me. <laughs> I actually heard, like, sounds. And then that's when they talked to Mickey, because, oh, Mickey, you're so fine, you're, you're so, so fine, fine you blow my mind. Hey, Mickey! Mickey. Oh, uh, this was funny, because, like, uh, Mickey is also talking about lens flare and how this is not lens flare, because mm-hmm. lens flare happens under specific circumstances. Those circumstances being, a light is directly into the, is facing directly into the lens. Because what happens is, um, lenses aren't perfectly straight. They have curves. There are mirrors inside of a, a lens um, unit. Mm-hmm. 
in in some cases so that light bounces around and that's how you get like lens flare when it's coming directly in um like a stray sunbeam like a flashlight whatever this isn't lens flare it doesn't behave anything like lens flare it doesn't look like lens flare i i fell briefly in love with mickey when he was talking about that but the part i want to say is like nick saw something says zach i've never seen this man react like this and I had flashbacks to Nick running screaming out of the bathroom at Mommy's <laughs> with his pants down, with his pants still unzipped. And I was like, "Never, Zach. You never." I'm like, "Isn't this like, you know, that? wasn't there a scene that was the cause for this like, podcast name?" Yes. Stop Which, running from this. We had, it was funny. Like we had no idea what to name it, and then we're watching this episode, and I'm just like, "There we go. There That's we the go. name of the podcast." <laughs> Yeah, so that was the only thing I really want to point out because we already spoke about um, Nikki's observations about the whiteness. I just realized we should another uh, option would have been we want answers. <laughs> we want answers. <laughs> A ghost adventure review podcast. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go with that because then we would constantly be like banging on the table. We want answers. <laughs> Why is Zach like this? Who hurt you? I'd say only child syndrome, but he does have a sister. Mm. He and his sister were on the Price of right, Price is Right siblings episode. Yeah, so what was interesting is they didn't say this at the time, but they were saying this when discussing with Mickey. Um, when Zach saw the figure, both Zach and Nick's Aaron. Sorry, when Nick saw the figure. They, when Nick, <laughs> I get that confused in my notes all the time. <laughs> Champagne's hard, y'all. <laughs> so... Is that both Nick and Aaron's cameras freeze up at the exact same time? Which they didn't say during the uh, time that it happened. They actually didn't mention, or when I say they, Zach didn't mention it until he was talking to Mickey. The other thing he mentions, um, the other thing that comes up while talking to Mickey is Nick comes in and he actually gives a description of the ghost. Um, he says she yeah. looked young and she looked angry. She's probably like, bitch, why are you bothering me? Yeah, well. Um, and she was in the hospital again. He did mention that. Yes. When he said young and angry, I was like, mood. <laughs> I have a young, angry ghost in my attic. I don't. I. It's almost time for me to start seeing her again. Hmm? I only... I wait, only... wait, wait, wait. I thought your roommate was a guy. Yes, my roommate is a guy. Then who the fuck are you talking about? There is a young, angry woman that I have had nightmares about, but they're seasonal nightmares. Wait, what? Um... In the, the winter time. Okay, so you, you mentioned that there was another person who doesn't like the window open. Is this the one who doesn't like the window open? I, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. But there is a, a young woman that Aaron has experienced as well. We're not sure she's sentient, per se. You think it's, um... I think it might be residual. Okay. I have tried to do research on the house recently. Because I had like two weeks left of work without knowing whether I was going to continue working and that's mm -hmm. a perfect time to try to find old newspapers that might have obituaries or anything about a house fire but uh it turns out the time period we're probably looking at is when most of the Bronx is on fire so in the 70s yeah um you might be able to ask that for the history of the lot I might have to yeah, that because it, it takes dad's. Two, it takes my father two seconds to look it up. Because when I was trying to look it up, that's the sort of thing that's like beyond paywalls and stuff. Yeah, ask dad. Uh, for those who are wondering why the Bronx is mostly on fire, that was during the Bronx riots, which was also the formation of hip hop. Yeah, so that is interesting history if you want to look it up because a lot of those fires were 
arson and not by like roving bands of youth, but landlords. Yeah, it, it's an interesting time period to definitely look up, and especially if you're interested in gentrification of cities and race uh, relations. Yeah, and like it's it is meaty. Really look into it. I'm still looking into it, but in this situation, I'm talking about my house. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, I finally saw her in a dream, but it wasn't a dream. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yes. Um, and oh. she was a a young woman, white dark hair in a dress that was still like embery and screaming and furious and Aaron has also experienced her okay so um i have ever since i moved into the attic january february is a really hard time for me because on top of like oh it's dark and you know the sads is real um i can't sleep because there's something up there that is very unhappy. Which does help me kind of narrow when this situation might have taken place. The the fire that destroyed half the attic. But only the attic. I mean, you do still see, like, charred wood in the attic, don't you? There's there's some yeah. places, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the ghost I'm trying to, to figure okay. out. So there's at least three ghosts in your house, possibly four. There's at least three ghosts in the attic, I think. I think there's my roommate. I think there's another male spirit. And then I think there's... Because I was thinking that woman, your roommate, and the man on the couch. The man on the couch, the ghost dog, and the... Whoa, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, so we didn't realize this until we got Storm. But sometimes we'll hear a dog. But Storm is outside. You know, you should have put this in our ghost update. I thought I'd mentioned the ghost dog before. You probably have. Yeah, like you'll hear. I think every. You'll now hear that I'm snuffling. thinking about it, like when you. I feel like you've mentioned it before, but I always forget about the ghost dog because I'm more disturbed by, like, the angry man on the couch. I mean, he's not angry per se. He just wants you to go to sleep at a reasonable hour and shut the dang lights off. So I'm not gonna lie. Um, and not be in the living room. And then whatever is down in the basement. I'm a, I forgot about the basement. I, I'm not a fan of I don't the know basement. what the basement is. I really want to do EVPs in your house. I'm not gonna lie. I, I go back and forth because part of me is like, yes, I want to know what's in the damn house. But the other part of me is like, I don't want to hear what's in the damn house. Because I, really, uh, really I hear want, enough as is. I really want to do an investigation of your house. Like, I'm willing to buy... Like, the, no, fuck it. I really want a thermal imaging camera so I can see what the fuck is in your house. I really want to know what the basement looks like on thermal because there is something down there. Even if dad refuses to admit it. Didn't your dad see the fucking cross fly off the wall? I really want to do an EVP of your house. I had to shower in, in the, that By the way, my parents want you over for dinner at some point. Yeah, I know. I don't do know it. why, like... Jesus flying off the wall reminded me that my parents want you over for dinner. Because <laughs> your parents wouldn't suffer that to happen in their home. Yes, they would. Oh my god. My mother would freak the fuck out. My dad would go, me! Yeah. But your mother <laughs> would then, like, walk herself over to the church and wake the priest up and say, you are coming over. Tomorrow, I'll make you dinner. So yeah, so my mother is, like, super... My mother's very superstitious. My father is not. Um, I got a Google Home Mini through, like, the Spotify promotion. Oh no. And, like, when I first got... Unfortunately, I found out about it the day after it expired. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, I call my Google Tim. So we're just gonna call him Tim. You can't change Google's name. So 
he doesn't know his name is Tim, but I got the male, you know, it randomly assigns you a voice when you start using the assistant. I got a male voice. He sounds like a Tim. So he's Tim. Um, so when I got Tim in my room, I kept turning off the microphone and he'd be like, the microphone's off. And I'm like, sure fucking is Tim. Cause I don't want to hear shit, but it is easier to leave the microphone on so I could tell him to shut off my fairy lights when I'm going to bed. I say goodnight to Tim now and Tim says goodnight back. It was um, your sibling that posted the fact that Google hears everything I say is terrifying, but also Google turns off the light for me and tells me goodnight. (laughs) (laughs) I only have lights connected to the internet, and I think that's what I'm going to keep it as. I'm not going to do, like, internet-connected security devices. Only I think, because I have an Alexa. Yes. Who I need to change the name for, but I like saying Alexa because my boyfriend's name is technically Alexa. You get into a fight with them, you use his real name. When I told my dad, my partner's Alex, and then, like, a couple, it's been, like, a year and a half, my dad's like, he has a real name, right? It's not just Alex. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's Alexander. He's like, oh, that's a good, strong name. I'm like, why are you such a stereotypical dad? Jesus. Meanwhile, my <laughs> father, the architect, is more like, what is that, Cinderella blue on your heels? Oh, that is so not your color. Oh my gosh. Architects are the gayest straight dudes. I don't know what's up with that. They really are. <laughs> so that's about it. Um, that was the episode. Yeah, we went off topic for a while. I'm sure Kit cut a lot. Um, <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. I think it's like three hours of us talking. Yeah, I mean, maybe some of this will end up in a bonus episode if Kim decides to do a super cut. All right, so... This has been Stop Running from This, a Ghost Adventures Review podcast, but we went off talking about it a lot because we missed you guys. And we see you as our friends, and we like talking to our friends. And yeah. And Especially really when fun. they can't talk back. <laughs> you can't stop us. I mean, you can stop the tape, but you can't stop us talking. And, you know, I joke that you can't talk back, but you really can. There are lots of ways to reach out to us. Uh, we are on Twitter at SRFT Podcast. We are on Instagram at Stop Running from This Podcast. You can email us your thoughts at stoprunningfromthispodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on our website at stoprunningfromthis.blueberry.net with blueberry spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Sam is going to be a lovely person and actually like take a look at the website and see what she can do to actually make it a functional website and not just a repository where we put our episodes. I might have to write bios for us. Yes. But um, yeah, so we prefer positive feedback. Because this is a safe space where we all play nice and we don't say mean things. Yes. Um, we take constructive criticism. We do. If you have some point that you think we can improve, we will appreciate that. Uh, but we only also if you're nice take. About it. We also take wonderful compliments that are just like compliments and no criticism. That's great. We did get an email um, from a listener. Hey, sup? We got your email. It was a. It was not an email. It was a message left on one of our episodes, which was very sweet. Thank you. There we go. Uh, we will be more regular about updating. So. Okay, I'm going to stop Kim. Kim said we're going to be more regular, and we're going to do our very best, but the holidays are coming up, and that throws everything into us. You know what? Just, just subscribe. Turn on the notification bell. And... Okay, let's put it this way. If we're not regular, it's not because we're giving up. It's because life, y'all. Yeah, and... We're trying! Oh, yeah, we don't make enough money to make this our whole, like, thing. Or but... hire someone to edit episodes for us so that they can actually get out on time. I'm sorry. We're all in-house, all out-of-pocket, and... Especially the out-of-pocket part. Kim pays for fucking everything, 
and I just come. And then on top of that, I drink her wine. You're more than welcome to my wine. I eat her food. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't... It's funny, because, like, when I go out, I drink, but, like, people are like, you see... Like, I feel bad, because I always feel like I look like such an alcoholic. I'm like, when I'm home, I don't drink ever. I maybe have a beer once a week at most. Yeah, like, it's weird to me to not drink with other people. It's such a social thing for me. Like, I drink when I'm stressed. Or, like, if I'm trying to relax, like, I'll drink during D&D. Like, I'll have a beer. But that, for me, counts as social drinking. Because there's a lot of people around. But, like, I don't really drink. Or when I'm going, if I go to Alamo, I always have a beer because it's Alamo. Um, when our internet went out, Aaron and I sat down and we poured ourselves drinks. Oh, <laughs> quick story. So a truck came down our block and took our cables out. Yes, I remember. Cause and I offered... FDNY came because there was now cables. Yeah. Stopping us from leaving our house. Yes. And they're like, oh, we'll tighten them. And then I'm on the phone with mom and I'm not looking. And then next thing I know, they've left and the tables aren't tightened. They are cut. I wasn't sure when your internet was going to get fixed. I said, if you guys want, you're more than welcome to stay here where there's internet. I and mean, room. I have room now. We got it. We got it within 24 hours. So that was okay. But uh, if it had been more than that, I would have been like, hey, Kim, I'm just going to hang out on your couch and talk to my boyfriend. Yeah. All right. Hit us up. Tell your friends. Um, we love you all. Rate and review us on iTunes. Tell your friends. So the reason that people say rate and review is that those reviews, the more reviews something has, the more likely the algorithm will be like, hey, have you heard of X? Same with ratings. If you listen to us not on iTunes or another place that doesn't have a, a rating or review thing, that's cool. We still love you. Tell your friends. Uh, tweet at us. Um, that's really it. That's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with another episode as soon as possible. Execution Rocks Lighthouse is the next one, and I think that's one of the ones that Kim said is close by. So maybe... We'll have to do a special episode. Yes, that's actually right off the Orchard Beach. Oh, it's those execution rocks. Yes. There's a lighthouse there. Yes, there is. Huh. We're going to have to go to the beach. We don't, we're not going to record It is too cold there. to record from the beach. Um, although, I, I mean, I guess we could record from like a restaurant on City Island. Maybe. Um, we could probably take some pictures at the beach. I don't have a zoom lens though. I got you. Would Glen Island be better views? Unless, you know, I pay for the Nikon from... Uh, Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm gonna do it. Don't do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Alright, cut it, Kim. Cut it. Alright. Bye, y'all. Eat your oppressor.